As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast. If you're listening in lifetime, it's the last week of July and our final week to work with our special place in nature, or at least the last official week. I'm guessing that by now you've developed a deep relationship with this place and have no intention of stopping your visits, but from here on out, you can work with the energies there in whatever way you're feeling called. When I got to the end of my four weeks with Krauss Basin, my Bigfoot guide there told me that we would shift to working together in other ways and in other places, and I was disappointed because I loved visiting that spot so much. But they told me the area was getting busier as we were getting into the peak summer months, and it would be difficult to work together in the same way. And as it turned out, they were totally right. Of course, I still visit when I can because it's such a beautiful place, but the spirits don't connect with me there in quite the same way. They come find me at my house and other locations when they have something important to share. And as if to underscore their point on my last formal visit, I had a small selenite wand that I would bring with me on each visit to mark my energetic signature. I'd leave it on a large tree stump at the entrance to the trail on every visit and pick it up on my way out. There was never anyone else there when I was, so I wasn't really worried about leaving it unattended. But on this last visit, when they said we would need to connect elsewhere, and I kind of whined and said I wanted to keep working there, the selenite wand disappeared. Yep, when I went back to get it at the end of my visit, it was gone. I looked all around on the ground thinking maybe a curious squirrel had tried to pick it up and carry it off, but nope, it was gone. We were officially done. Of course, your experience with your place may be totally different, but I thought it was kind of funny that when Bigfoot said we were done there, they wanted me to know that they meant it. Anyway, here we are in our fourth week. I hope you enjoyed experimenting with codes and symbols last week and maybe even received a special symbol or code to work with. This week, we're going to talk more about being an active co-creator with this place. But before we do, if you've been enjoying this little series, I'd love for you to join us in the Earth Tenders Academy, where we dive so much deeper into doing this work with the land. In this online course, you'll connect even more deeply with the energy of the land where you live, work with the spirits of the land there, and learn how to do healing work in partnership with those spirits. The Earth Tenders Academy is an online course with nine modules chock full of video lessons from me, along with guided meditations to experience each subject for yourself. We meet together live twice a month to practice our skills, including one call every month where we do a reading and a healing with a house or a piece of land together and then compare notes. 
This month, we worked with the old growth forests in British Columbia, where many people have been fighting and protesting the Canadian government and the logging companies who have contracts to log these ancient beings. It was a beautiful experience to connect with the depth of wisdom in this place, and these trees and the keepers of the land there reminded us all that it was our job to hold the vision of what we wanted to see for the earth and not to focus on the outcome we don't want. Most of us needed our tissues to get through this reading, and it was such a good reminder that we hold more power in our imagination than we've been led to believe, which is what we're going to talk about here today. But if you'd like to join us as an earth tender, I will add the link in the show notes for you to learn more and join. Okay, let's talk about being in the creator state, because I think when we're first starting on our spiritual journey, much of our work focuses on receiving which is totally natural and necessary when we first begin. We're learning how to receive subtle communication. We're receiving healing work. We might be reading books and watching videos to receive as much information as we can. And we're basically just learning how to take in the fact that there's so much more around us than we can see with our eyes. And all of that can feel a little bit overwhelming. Or it might feel underwhelming if you're trying to connect and don't feel like much is happening. Either way, you're just kind of sitting there, letting it all come to you. And it's actually easy to get stuck there, looking, seeking, receiving. But at some point, we each need to take the next step on our journey to actually create with these other energies. And it's not as hard as you think. In fact, our reality here on Earth is incredibly easy to change or program or manipulate. And I'm sorry to say that the powers that be here on Earth, whoever the man behind the curtain really is, absolutely knows this is true. Our human minds and the world around us can be so easily altered that we don't even realize it's happening, that other people are creating our reality for us. And I know I'm taking a bit of a detour here, but I think it's important to realize that we've been trained to believe that we are not all that powerful by the people and institutions that 100% know how powerful we are. So the first step in entering the creator state of being is to know that you can do it. When we can tap into our soul level knowing and wisdom, we can begin to remember how this reality we live in is actually constructed And then we can start building something new. Now, I know this sounds a bit big or maybe even difficult to accomplish, but let's break it down because it's simply a practice we need to turn into a habit in order to be a conscious creator of new realities. So from a big picture perspective, all these new codes are flowing into our bodies and the earth through the sun. These codes are telling us what's available to us and what actions we can now take to up-level our experiences, upgrade our DNA, and participate in the collective ascension process. When we first wake up to this process, and let's be honest, pretty much constantly afterwards, we are pushed to embody these new frequencies. And as we work them into our physical bodies, we're pushed to align with these higher vibrations, which may require healing work, diet changes, meditation practices, changes in your friend circle, you know, the usual things that happen on our spiritual journeys. But then at some point along the way, 
we begin to be aware of what unity consciousness really is, that we really are all one and that we have the ability to override the lower vibrational realities and help create something new. And if we are all one, source, God, experiencing itself, then we have to step into that source frequency and embody it. And when we can accept that we really are all that is, then it's easy to see how we can create as God. Think about the opening lines of Genesis in the Bible. What is God doing? Creating. Creating through his intent and voice, in fact. So yet again, we see that this small tweak to an interpretation by religion, in this case, that God is a separate being that created the earth on a particular day and then left it for humans to populate and have dominion over, versus the understanding that the teaching is showing us how to be creators and good stewards of the earth has totally skewed our understanding of what it means to be embodied as creator beings of source here on this planet. Interesting, huh? So continuing on, when we channel this energy through our hearts with the intention of peace and harmony, we're able to bring that desire through us and into this denser earth plane. It's more about letting the flow of energy move through us than trying to control or create certain outcomes. And if you think about creativity as an idea, you realize there isn't usually a predetermined outcome when you're creating a piece of art or music or writing or whatever. You just get started and see what wants to come through. And it's the same when we're creating with our multidimensional selves, earth energies, and the spirits of the land. You get into the space where inspiration can flow through without any particular expectation about what the end result will be. That means you have to step out of thinking with any kind of limitation of what is or is not possible. Everything is possible in the creator state. We're working with source energy where there is infinite possibility. And until we consciously intend to use our energy to create in this way, the potential just sits dormant within us. So long as we're living our life day-to-day in reaction or receiving mode, accepting everything around us as the one and only truth, we don't activate our inherent gifts as creators on this earth plane. So let's get to creating. Here's what I want you to do this week. And You can practice this whether you have a place in nature you're working with or not, because this is how we start training our minds and our hearts to be in the habit of creating. So first, focus on what your intention is. Think about it first, and then write it down and say it out loud. This helps bring things from the astral realms into the physical realm. Setting an intention and being clear ensures that you're not sending energy out into the field to mix and mingle with other people's intentions that may not be aligned with yours. Since this is a practice and you may need some time to really believe what is possible, you might start with setting an intention to bring through a creation in partnership with the energies at the place you've been working. Can you create some activating artwork, a beautiful song? a photograph co-created with the spirits. Which, by the way, have you seen my photo with Bigfoot? 
It's so cool. And it happened when I gave them a heads up that I was going to have some photos taken and I invited them to show up in the photos however they would like. I'll link to it in the show notes so you can see it. Maybe your co-creation will be a business idea or a new healing technique. Be open to what might want to be created. Now that you've spent a few weeks unlocking the magic in this place, what would be something you can create to honor this partnership? Let the spirits there know that your intention is to co-create something magical with them and see where they take you. When you go to visit your place this week, you can ask ahead of time if there are any special tools you'll need for this creation. Paint and brushes, art supplies, your camera, a notebook, crystals, flowers. Maybe you don't need anything and you'll be guided to draw light language into the soil with a stick or sing a song to the trees. Just feel into anything that comes into your awareness before your visit and stay open to the possibilities. You may not think you can paint, for instance, but when you let this place move through you in this way, you might be surprised at what ends up on the canvas with a brush in your hand or what notes come out when you open your mouth to sing, even if you don't think you can. Remember, we're working from the field of infinite possibility. So when you arrive at your place this week and set up your spot to sit, take some time to tune in and meditate. Really imagine source energy coming down through your crown into your heart and then let it flow out from there. How does that energy want to be directed? Surrender to the experience and just let it flow. I really can't wait to see or hear about these beautiful creations that you will be bringing into this world. And when you get into the habit of creating this way, you'll be surprised at what else you can create. And of course, it probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Be responsible with your creations. Because yes, you are powerful. But we want to focus on creating the new, creating what we want to see in our reality. The more we create the new, higher vibrational realities, the faster the lower distortions will naturally fall away without us needing to focus on them. I'm sure you've noticed the dismantling is already happening. It can't continue to exist in these higher vibrations. And yes, there are plenty of low vibe creators still out there trying to convince us to pay attention to their creations and using fear tactics to keep us powerless. Don't let yourself become a part of their distorted creations. And don't create additional distortion. Be an empowered creator working with the vibration of love and you'll have the force of the entire universe working with you. Pretty powerful, right? And as a final note for these past four weeks, I want to encourage you to find a way or a place to share at least a piece of your experience or creations. You may not realize it, but what you're doing is assisting to expand collective consciousness. And although the information and experiences you've had these past four weeks came through to you, any bit of it you feel comfortable sharing can help plant seeds in the minds of others that they can access when they're ready. Of course, you're always welcome and encouraged to share in our Following Hawks Earthkeepers community on Facebook. But think about where else you might be able to share. Maybe with a friend over coffee. Or wander into your local crystal or metaphysical shop and chat up the person behind the desk if it's not busy. 
ask if they visited this place you've been working with or heard of any unusual experiences there. You might be surprised about what they know or have heard about, or they might share your story with someone else who asks. You just never know where the message or creation might flow to. Okay, I hope you have an awesome visit for your final week and have fun creating something with the energies there that comes from your heart. There is a checklist and one more guided meditation for you linked in the show notes to wrap up this experience. You can listen to the meditation either before or after this visit, whichever you feel guided to do. I hope you have enjoyed this journey. It has been my honor to be your guide these past four weeks, and I truly hope that your visits have unlocked something special in yourself. Have an amazing week, and I will see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.